from the Arizona Avenue studios in wintry, windy, weathery Bend, Oregon, it's Truth and Lending. The podcast for mortgage people by mortgage people. Today is November 30th, 2022, and I'm officially done eating turkey. Yes, you are, turkey. <laughs> Today we have James Fleming with Payne West to answer all of our questions about insurance. And now America's two favorite turkeys and mine. Randy Vance and Katie Pelcher. Yay. Thanks, Joey. I'm so over turkey. We're past turkey day, but all we can talk about is turkeys. Yep. (laughs) I gained like 20 pounds over the weekend. I feel, even in my fat pants, I feel fat. (laughs) Well, let's bring it to the disclaimer, shall we? Okay. Truth in Lending is an informative and industry-diverse podcast designed to help mortgage professionals and consumers alike. As mortgage professionals, anytime we're giving our opinion or advice related to the mortgage world, we are doing licensed activity, in which case we must disclose our unique identifiers. Katie Pelcher, NMLS 1588514, Loan Depot, NMLS 174457, Equal Housing Lender. And Randy Vance, NMLS 1455628, and Hickson Mortgage Company. A subsidiary of American Pacific Mortgage Corp. NMLS 1850 Equal Housing Lender. Great work. Thanks. Not as much spirit and zest through the from the last time. Last time you nailed it. I did. I did. And I took a really deep breath. <laughs> I don't have the breath in me. Too much turkey. <laughs> Too much turkey. Too much turkey. <laughs> That's what exactly I was going to say. I thought there was a lot of energy there. Oh my God. Who's that? It must be James Fleming <laughs> from Payne West be. Insurance. Hi, James. Must be. Welcome from the Welcome other to the Arizona studios. Yeah, that's right. From directly upstairs. <laughs> right. Salutations, everybody. <laughs> so, so tell us, uh, who are you? The the man, the myth, the insurance legend, the icon, of course. Um, yeah, my name is James Fleming. I've uh, lived in Bend since 2000, which makes me like a, a legend right there because you're a local. I'm a local. <laughs> right. Exactly. Far and few between. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of a unicorn that way, but, uh, I've been in insurance for 11 years and I owned my own agency with uh, country financial for 10. And now I get to work, uh, upstairs with these guys and looks like you guys beefed up your guest budget. Cause Obviously, we could afford you. I'm here, right? <laughs> so, uh, why did why did you get into insurance? Uh, funny story. So, I was uh, retail manager at Best Buy for seven years, and uh, just wanted to do something different. And, uh, I was doing really well, and I didn't want to be Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards. I wanted to be Michael Jordan playing for the Bulls when I left. So <laughs> that, that makes sense. Story. I love the basketball reference. <laughs> you can always count on James for a, for a sports reference. <laughs> so yeah, I just got into uh, got into the industry and uh, haven't turned back, and I love it. So I think. Uh, most insurance agents get into the insurance field just like mortgage lenders get into it. Mm, right. What's next? <laughs> oh, no. When I was a little kid, I was like, I want to be an insurance agent when I grow up. <laughs> you saw one. You were sold. Conquered so- my dream, but I love it. <laughs> so uh, tell us, why do we need insurance? Great question. So without insurance, um, this country would go bankrupt in like weeks, <laughs> basically. So, you know... If 
if everybody were to self-insure themselves, nobody could afford the type of claims or the uh, liability claims or the property claims or the car uh, auto accident claims that are out there. And so nobody has that bucket of money to uh, pay those claims. Um, and so a lot speak of people, for yourself. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, we got you on the show, didn't we? <laughs> true, true that. Um, so yeah, so people would go bankrupt, and coincidentally, the the country would go bankrupt. So it's 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 a pooled system of money, you know, where everybody pays a little bit for a big bucket of money in can case I, those catastrophes happen. So can I get some of that bucket of money? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I don't. I don't I particularly we, like insurance, but I like I, you, I, James. Oh well, thank you. I do, but I don't like insurance. I don't blame you. So I don't like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame so, you. So what's the difference between Thanks. like an, we bring a guest on? Randy's like, I don't like I don't what like you, you do. <laughs> It wasn't personal. I genuinely don't. (laughs) So what's the difference between an insurance agency and an insurance company? Is it similar to to like a mortgage lender and a mortgage broker? Yeah, kind of. So, oh, I should preface this by these are all opinions of James Fleming, not Payne West, the company. So (laughs) any any crazy BS that I say is is all my opinion. (laughs) Only on you. Only on me. Joey (laughs) will edit that out, won't won't you? Yeah, I will make that disclaimer go away. (laughs) All five Good luck with that, buddy. (laughs) That listen to our podcast are going to know. Yeah. All five of you don't. (laughs) Don't come after my company. So um, there's actually three ways to get insurance. There's direct, like Geico, Progressive, uh, USAA, things like that. Uh, There's captive agencies like State Farm, Country, uh, Farmers, uh, Allstate, things like that. And then there's what I do is uh, I'm a broker. So I broker out to a bunch of different companies. And so there's advantages and disadvantages to to all of them. Like uh, a direct way uh, through like Progressive, you usually it's usually user friendly. Um, you get to kind of control your own rates um, as far as coverages and stuff go. It's usually very price competitive, but the disadvantages are you don't talk to a human usually. The claim service usually isn't as good, and the customer service usually isn't that good. Uh, if you go through a captive like State Farm or like Farmers or Country, the advantage is it's usually a really good company. Um, you get a local rep. You get pretty decent customer service, but the only disadvantage there, well, sorry. <laughs> um, the only disadvantage there is you're only dealing with one company and the one company to choose from. So the advantage of the a broker is I have a bunch of different companies that I can broker out to and you get to deal with an agent and deal with a local rep and, and find uh, the best uh, company that kind of suits your, your, what your needs are. So a little more handholding. Yes. Does that make you uh, an insurance pimp? <laughs> you said it, not me. And he's devastatingly handsome, so <laughs> doesn't does maybe insurance broker is the way to go. Do do you have the face for radio? So the um, well, actually, I don't think I do. Katie's here. <laughs> um, That's we're all literally going to get nothing accomplished on today's show. I love it. <laughs> all right. So related to homeowners or home insurance, mm-hmm. um, what are replacement costs? What's covered? What's not covered? So the biggest uh, misconception with home insurance coverage is there's replacement cost 
and there's market value. So the market value of your home is how much your home will sell in the market. So a lot of things determine that, like the land you own, the uh, where in town you are, things like that. So insurance, all we care about is replacement costs, how much it costs to rebuild your home from the ground up. And so the market value of a home in Bend versus market value of a home in Chamolt, even though if it's exact same home built exactly the same, is going to be drastically different. But the replacement cost is going to be essentially the same. And that's what we care about. So we have um, cost estimators that help us. Why are those so coveted? What's that? <laughs> Replacement cost estimators. They are so coveted. It's so hard to get so an RCE. Um, that's they, a great question People for you guys. only give the RCE, almost all insurance companies will only give the RCE to the client. They will never give it right. to the lender. Do you know? Yeah, because it's usually like a third party proprietary. Um, but we have a third party agreement signature. Like they've already given us authorization, but the replacement Ooh. cost estimator is the only one it's that so insurance companies get. won't give. It's it's weird. We I had that issue with my last company like they were very very like they only give it to the client yeah exactly so and i'm not not sure why a lot of companies are yeah i think it's like a third-party agreement with the insurance company to the replacement cost estimator there's some sort of agreement there why they can't give them out but i don't know there you go mortgage lenders (laughs) i I got a question for you from left field (laughs) so flood insurance yes and i didn't put that on our list of questions. Okay, I like I like But I like why <laughs> why is it different if the water comes from inside my home versus water coming from outside my home? Great question. I mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I don't understand why it's so expensive. It seems Your like fault. there's only a couple of companies out there that do it. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting because on auto insurance, flood insurance is actually covered if you have comprehensive coverage. So if you have like an outside flood, flood your vehicle, and you have comprehensive, that's actually covered. Whereas on the home, it's not. And I'm not, I'm not exactly sure why there's a delineated line there. Um, you know, because any water that is within your home, like broken pipes or a broken refrigerator line or something like that. That's all covered under your home, most home insurance policies. But for some reason, like if the water from the outside of the home going inside your home causes damage to your property and your, and your structure, that's not covered on most home insurance policies. Hmm. And I'm not sure where the line is. I think it might have, have something to do with FEMA and the flood zones and things like that. And, and, and there's not very many, especially over here, unless it's like in the Prineville area or some in some areas in Culver, there's, there's only a couple of like – Uh, 100-year flood zones that you're required to have home insurance. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, flood insurance through uh, the lender. And so I I think it's I'm not sure why why that is. You know, it's the same with earthquake insurance too. Flood insurance is just so dang much too. I'm sorry that I asked that that question. (laughs) Have you guys seen the Netflix special Buy My House? No. Hmm. It's, It's pretty good. It's just people that go in and they're like, we're selling our house and these like uh, real estate investors all bid on what they would pay for it and it's across the whole country so there's all these different places and my boyfriend was making fun of me because he's like this is what you do in your spare time you watch real estate shows but one house came up in naples florida mm. and i was like flood no <laughs> like next in my head i'm just like absolutely not it's a modular home on sticks that they really? built and and i was like watch it'll only take like five seconds before these real estate investors say flood insurance but two of them were totally into it and someone else was like that flood insurance though 
<laughs> I was I was really surprised. So let's talk about major disasters. Sure. So a few years ago, the town of Paradise, California, mm-hmm. basically burned to the ground. A lot sure. of people lost their homes, their cars, and in fact, insurance companies were refusing to pay on sure. some of the, the claims. So is are there safeguards when a, a tragedy or a major disaster happens to where insurance companies don't have to pay claims? Yeah, so there's it's kind of a rare situation where insurance companies don't pay claims that are covered under their policy. And there are safeguards in place through the state, uh, through the state commissioner. Um, most good companies pay their claims. Um, and you'll see, you know, a lot of companies have a, a financial, a financial strength rating through AMBEST or some of the other companies. And some of the lower rated ones, that's the ones you see that become insolvent and just can't pay their claims because they don't have any money. You know, insurance is still a profit business. And with all the big disasters that have happened in the last five to six years, I mean, that's unprecedented, you know, I'm sure you guys like that word unprecedented. We haven't heard that before. Um, <laughs> Joey, <laughs> yes. this is why I don't like insurance. <laughs> Too many loopholes. That's right. So what happens in that case is the insurance commissioner takes over the insolvent company and they end up trying to um, get the company to uh, back to where it's uh, a profitable company and they can pay those claims. And most of the time they can't do that. And so then that's where the gov- you know, the insurance commissioner and the, the state comes in and there's some safeguards there, but there's only... I think it's up to $300,000 on property casualty claims that they cover up to. It depends on the state. So, hmm. but that's, there is some safeguards in place through the state, through the insurance commissioner, to, if, if a company becomes insolvent. But most of the time, you know, the, if, if the claims covered, insurance companies will pay. And some, mm-hmm. some companies are better than the others. So, yeah. So, does it help to bundle with auto insurance oh, yeah. and other insurance? <laughs> it's not usually, a myth. Not a myth. Usually, every company has some sort of bundle discount, and it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty significant. It's anywhere from 10 to 20%. So, wow. it's right. definitely worth it. Good to know. How do you get paid? That's a great question. I just work pro bono, you know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I make a small percentage of commission on the, the new business and a small com- percentage when I, uh, um, on renewal commissions. So, and insurance is very much a, uh, um, a growth velocity type business, you know? And it's by design there because, you know, if I lose one client down the road, it's not going to kill me, you know, because I have, you know, hundreds of other clients, you know, there. So, and then we're always growing and things like that. So, is the turnover or like client loss like pretty high in that? It can be. Um, I've I've always been pretty good about that because I've I've always been a big uh, proponent of you know retention and keeping my clients happy and and things like that and yeah. getting back to people. In the, so in the mortgage world, retention or how many times a client goes back to you to get their second loan, it's so low. I mean, speak mm. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually across the board, it's like thirty percent. How do you feel about 20? geckos? <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> uh, do you have any good insurance Step on stories? Them when I can. <laughs> so uh, yes, um, a personal one. Um, I had a client uh, with a vehicle, and they had a part, and they had like an acquaintance that they were hanging out with, and I think it was you know, after hours at a bar or something like that. 
and the friend did a Dukes of Hazard across the the hood of the, their vehicle and damaged their vehicle, <laughs> and totally. And that's that's how they explained it to me. And it's covered. It was uh, they had comprehensive insurance covered wow. under vandalism. We got them a new hood. <laughs> vandalism. Yeah, I'm gonna do that on Katie's hood after the show. <laughs> I might go ahead I don't know first. What I have. Exactly. I'm well, kidding. James, hey, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks sure. for coming in and boring us to death about insurance. I hate the stuff. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It, it was actually great having you in. Um, stick around for the rest of the show. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be the peanut gallery and <laughs> chime in when you insert want. some. Yeah, yeah. Jamesisms. Throw throw some darts at us mortgage people that have been picking on, on you this whole show. Yeah. Oh no, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for Katie's corner, uh, holidays are around the corner, and so I've spent around the corner. See what I did there? I've spent a lot of time getting um, my holiday gifts to clients uh, ready. So this year, I'm doing little ornaments that say um, welcome to your first home or your first Christmas in your new home for all of my new purchases um, and then ordered all the holiday cards did the whole thing uh, and I think it's just really important to get those touch points in with your clients the other thing that I always do is making sure I do a happy home anniversary card a handwritten card follow up with the realtor that's been on the buying side to just say hey remember our mutual clients closed this time last year make sure you give them a call or touch touch base with them as well. So um, that was really what I wanted to talk about. I think now is a great opportunity. Of course, you're kind of getting inundated by a lot of different things, but it's nice to have um, among the many other holiday cards to have someone that you only dealt with once in your life that you didn't really think that you were probably going to hear from again. Uh, A lot of people don't hear from different lenders or different uh, realtors in that. So um, I want to open it up to you guys. Kind of what have you done or I'm going to steal every single idea that you just talked about. (laughs) That's okay. Let's be honest. All about retention. Folks in the mortgage business right now, you've got the time to write the cards, (laughs) to send the emails, to make the phone calls. Yeah. You know, I actually, I've never done the home anniversary card. I always do a birthday card for three Mm -hmm. years until I start getting the the return to senders and they go off the list. But for three (laughs) years, I will send birthday cards and I used to include a coffee card, but I actually found out that less than 25% of the coffee cards I sent out actually got used. So I found out I was throwing Mm. money away. So (laughs) just acknowledging someone's birthday, I mean, acknowledging the holidays. um, I think that's a great way. One thing that I just on a podcast I listened to with some realtors, they were saying they did the birthday card thing, but she started it in January and she was doing really good. And come May, she stopped. She got busy. June, July got busy. And then they ran into someone and they were like, Hey, my wife got a birthday card, but I didn't get a birthday card. Oh, no. Card. Yeah, you've got to be like, consistent. The consistency is is key. <laughs> and this is why uh, I was such a success in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> the birthday cards. James, is there anything that you do? Yeah, I send out holiday cards. Um, is it a picture of you? I wish it was. (laughs) Well, I was talking to James two months ago or something, and he's like, we just did our holiday pictures. We got the dog Uh dressed up. Mm -hmm. I was like, who does that? I'm not on top of it that Mm. much. I'm really excited about my ornaments, but. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's something. When you have a kid and a dog and a wife and a, (laughs) you know, photogenic family, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) 
And in the random room today, <laughs> something totally random. We're going to talk about opting out of those trigger lead phone calls. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kate. I am just spicy. picking on everyone today. Wow. Okay. Joey, you're next. I'm I coming can't for wait. you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, am I on Nancy Grace or what? Yes, <laughs> yes, you are. Nobody likes spam calls, right? One of the things in our industry is, as soon as we pull credit, the sharks smell blood in the water, and the phone calls start happening. A few years ago, I used to, when I would pull credit, I would remove the borrower's uh, phone number so they wouldn't get a call. Mm. However, not everyone has done that, and the three major credit bureaus alert the sharks that there's blood in the water anytime credit is pulled. And so sometimes I will have clients that will call me and they will be so upset that I pulled their credit. Why did you pull my credit? I've gotten like 25 phone calls and it's happened to me too. Yeah. So we're going to talk about how we can stop that. And it, and it goes for insurance as well. When someone has an insurance inquiry, because you guys look at credit, don't you, James? We do like a soft credit. Right. But Again, the sharks smell blood in the water. Mm. They're alerted. I haven't gotten as many insurance calls as I've gotten phone calls from places like New Res or Penny Mac or, um, well, I'm not going to list, you know, Lone Depot. Um, <laughs> Joey, like I said, I'm coming for you. <laughs> so so removing, removing the borrower's phone number doesn't always work. Um, at some point, somewhere along the line, someone's probably had their credit pulled and their phone number was in there. So it's a matter of public record. And there's some things that you can do to, to get rid of that. And, and I will also tell you another thing is that third-party credit monitoring services, right? They're there to monetize. They're not for free. So companies like Credit Karma, Experian, um, Chime, uh, companies like that, they will follow what you're, ser- what you're searching for, what your internet history is, and they will alert the sharks. So even more. So it's like, you know, when you say something and your phone picks it up, it's the same thing. Um, Optoutprescreen.com. This works, Katie. I know it does. Did you try it? I had a client, one of the first client that's like, I don't know what you did, but my, I have 19 text messages right now and my phone is just blown up. And I was like, oh, where was that email from Randy? Yes. Optoutprescreen.com. <laughs> For five years, you, you can go online, you enter in your information, and my phone calls have stopped. I mean, other really? than the ones that tell me I owe the IRS $10,000 or more. <laughs> what about car warranties? Do you still get those? I still get those, okay. yeah. From, <laughs> from cars I owned 15 years ago. So hackers and scammers are still there, but... <laughs> so it really yeah. does work. It does work, and it lasts for five years if you go online. If you do it in writing, it will last for a lifetime. No kidding. Yeah. So stop that spam. Um, it, it also works for insurance. So you have can you opt started, out. Of phone. Have you started telling people about it before you pull credit? I've been telling all of my clients about it. Before you pull credit? Before I pull credit. That's such a good idea. Because the thing is, they're going to get phone calls. Yeah. It usually mm-hmm. takes 48 to 72 hours for it to take effect, but it will and the phone calls will stop. Mm-hmm. And there's only you know, a handful of clients that won't answer the call and say, well, what are your rates today? Or at least entertain the conversation. I have lost business yeah. because of, because of that. That's genius. Here, I hate this, the is, sharks. this is why our podcast is so important. Almost as must, must. Can you delete <laughs> can, can more we all Mark? Pick on him? Can we all pick on him? Let's go to the truth and lending mortgage news. <laughs> and now the truth and mortgage lending news. <laughs> 
I have a mess today. Wow. I'm leaving that. <laughs> Truth in mortgage lending. Uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac came out yesterday announcing the new conforming loan limits for 2023. Woo-hoo. Katie, guess what my new favorite number is? 726200 That's right. $726,200. Another massive, massive increase. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. Almost $80,000, $79,000. That is crazy. <laughs> and for high cost areas, over a million. So, um, you know, San Francisco, Los Angeles, some big big cities on the East Coast. Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon, yeah. Bend, Oregon is actually, there are no high cost areas in the state of Oregon. Yeah. Once again. Yep. Yeah. That's One why, of these days that's why this conforming loan limit being up <laughs> is so much more important because we have been this high cost area that hasn't been classified. And so now that we have it at, at seven twenty six two hundred, people can do the 3% down on that amount. Um, whereas before you couldn't at all until five. five Isn't that crazy? That means you can buy ago. a $750,000 house yep. with 3%, 3% down. Wow. Wow. We should do that. <laughs> Should, should we all just go in together? Let's just all go in together. <laughs> Home prices have fallen for the... That's. Did you read that one already? No, you haven't. Sorry. Oh, my God. Get with it. Home prices have fallen for the third straight month, according to ionhousing.org, for all 20 major metropolitan, metropolitan areas. Couldn't just scratch that. I'll get number two. You can get number three. Okay. Uh, home prices fall for the third straight month, according to Ion ionhousing.org you know what i'll do it please (laughs) home prices fall for the third straight month according to ionhousing.org for all 20 major metropolitan areas joey i appreciate you reading that one katie and i both train wrecked it yep (laughs) classic Uh, the fed shows no signs of slowing down interest rate hikes as they continue a failed experiment to try to tackle inflation my opinion uh Mm. the vast majority of fed presidents with voting rights are all voting for continuing rate hikes through 2023 and maybe we just push our refab boom out to 2024 uh today at uh, today at 1:30 uh eastern time chairman powell is going to speak and i'm sure the markets are going to be a little nervous so hold your finger over the lock button buddy hold your finger over the lock button Matt Graham with Mortgage News Daily reports that Amazon's bond offering is purchasing rates higher. This after Amazon reported layoffs of over 10,000 people by the end of the year. I added that last little bit. That's that sort wasn't of a in the bit. same article? No, that was not in the same article. <laughs> you also didn't do Matt Grab, which is probably the first Matt time. Matt Grab. <laughs> we miss Matt Grab. Matt, we're going to have you back on the show. Uh, average rates are actually staying pretty doggone consistent. So uh, on our last uh, last show, November 16th, uh, 30-year fixed was at 6.65. And guess what? It's still at 6.65, average rate across America. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few few rates have actually gone down. Jumbos have uh, gone down almost a quarter, as well as a 15-year fixed, uh, 30-year FHA, and 30-year VA. And that's... The truth in mortgage lending news. <laughs> and now remembering those that we've lost this year, 2022. Home Point eliminated 10 jobs in Florida. And 49 jobs in Dallas, Texas. Ribbon pauses ribbon cash program and laid off around 170 people. 
Orchard laid off about 180 workers and roughly 25% of its staff. And those are all of the updates of the folks that we've lost. We will miss you. What an uplifting show. <laughs> we always like to end on a high note, James. Be- well, that's it. No errors from last time. We're doing good. There's definitely going to be some errors next week, which Joey <laughs> will read for us. I'm just going to do the entire podcast by myself next week. <laughs> Thank you. It's going to be all errors. Hey, you know all what errors. I hate almost as much as insurance? <laughs> What's that? Mortgage insurance. Mm. So coming up on one of our next shows here the next week or two, we're going to have someone come in and talk about mortgage insurance. So yep. James, you didn't put me to sleep. You kept me awake the whole oh, show. <laughs> We'll I, see if mortgage I'm bring insurance my doesn't the mortgage do the insurance one. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, potato heads. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been Truth in Lending. He had to say it right because you couldn't. It's right in front of me. And still. <laughs> so this is Errors, read by me, the producer. And there weren't any last week that I know of, but I did want to take a moment to just give a virtual hug to our insurance man who took a beating today. (laughs) Oh, it's so warm. Listen, you don't like insurance any more than I do, but it's a necessity and we appreciate your information. We see you. We hear you. Now go away. <laughs> Today is also my last day on the show. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> I'll be here next week, folks. <laughs> that beating felt warm. <laughs>